Hello and welcome to the Mountain Conversations podcast, the show that celebrates the beautiful planet we call home. Each episode, alongside an expert who is passionate about their subject, we will take you on a journey to get you excited about the topic. This is a show about hope and positivity, and it's my hope that by learning something new each episode about the work of amazing people who dedicate their lives to making a difference, you will be inspired to take action and get involved in the efforts to preserve our beautiful home, planet Earth. I'm Charlie, and this is Mountain Conversations. Welcome back to another episode of the Mountain Conversations podcast. Um, I am coming to you live again from the Kendall Mountain Festival. This time I am here with author and science communicator Sophie pa- Pavel. 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 <laughs> Hi Sophie. Hello. Thanks for taking time to do this. I know everyone's super busy. Oh, it's so fun. No, thank you for having me. It's lovely to sit down. It's just chat, have a bit relax. of a chill in the green yeah. room. You can probably hear the background it's buzz, um, which is, I think is quite nice. Um, let's dive straight in. Um, People are probably expecting me to talk about your book, but I don't want to do that because we're at the Kendall Mountain. We're at the Kendall Mountain Festival. Yeah. I want to know about your journey into nature. I know you're into like your hiking and your mountains and your outdoor stuff, and so am I. So I want to talk about that and sort of hear about: is that something that you've always done, or is it something that's new to you? Um, it's something I've always done. Yeah. yeah. I feel very lucky that I had parents who really championed an outdoorsy lifestyle um, growing up so it's very much formed a part of who I who I am and I think what they did that was so amazing and I can only reflect on it now being a bit older is they normalized on a weekend no matter what the weather get outside go for a hike and so to me that became the thing to do and I didn't realize the benefit it was having on me growing up but it was only when I realized that you know not everyone did that and I'd go to school and you'd be like well, what do you do over the weekend and I'd be like we were on Dartmoor all day and they'd be like really the weather was terrible <laughs> yeah. I was like oh well yeah I guess it was but um, I'm paraphrasing a little bit but I th- yeah I think it was only when those opportunities were less available to me when I was at university and I was living in Bristol and I was studying and busy that I suddenly realized like oh I just have this like urge to be on the moor or like I need to be in the sea and that sounds pretentious but I was just lucky enough that that was where I grew up and that was what was accessible to me and I really went after and I sought those landscapes. Um, so it's very much become a part of who I am, but it's even more important to me now, I think, than when, it, when I was younger. Yeah, I think, again, again the thing of normalising it, I mean, as I've just been saying, I've got two kids, they're sat outside like little gnomes on the benches at the minute, <laughs> um, waiting for me, but they are very much, we've, we moved from uh, Wales to Norfolk, and even in, you know, so they were quite used to going up a mountain in the, the rain, the snow, the mist, everything. Um, and now we're in Norfolk, I'm finding very much that we're going camping, we're getting the cold, we're going walking and people at school are like why it's raining yeah like yeah. or I turn up covered in mud because I've been for a, a bit of a walk and they're yeah. like where have you been and I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah, just, yeah yeah just they seem that like something's wrong <laughs> yeah it's like, yeah. oh, like, are you okay? Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, fine. I'm actually so. really good. Yeah, I'm actually really good because I've just been out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. You know, as humans, as a species, that's what we're meant to do. Um, so, so yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it, it's, it's natural. But for some reason, we've really, we've really sought, instead of seeking to throw ourselves into those landscapes, we're seeking to separate ourselves. Yeah. Um, 
So that's why it's great to be at a place like Kendall because everyone's kind of in the same boat there. Everyone's curious about adventure and outdoorsiness yeah. and whatever it means to them. It's great. That's, that's what I love about, I mean, I, again, I was talking on another episode yesterday about how I've never been to the Kendall Mountain Festival because I was I was always about, oh, it's not for me. I'm not mm. an elite climber or a, you know, yes. mountain biker. Yeah, you. World record I am a breaker. leisure athlete. Yes. <laughs> I like to wander up mountains very slowly looking at every bird and every every leaf on the way up and yeah. taking 300 pictures and, and then going for cake going yes. to the pub yes because mm-hmm. every good hike has to end in cake or pub um, so yeah I very much thought it wasn't for me whereas mm. now I'm here and I'm talking to people I'm like oh okay okay yeah. it's a real community and in a community naturally there's people from all different walks of life and that's what's here which yeah. is really lovely um, yeah no I absolutely, I'm, I'm having a very good time so far this is my first time in the Lake District actually. is it yeah. oh yeah. Lake just beautiful. I've not explored too much. I mean, on Thursday when we arrived, we went up to Rydell Cave, which is apparently Ooh. where part of The Witcher was filmed, but I've never Ooh, seen The Witcher. So. Oh, apparently I there's a scene where Witcher. Henry Cavill like, goes I think I know the one. Yeah. yeah, probably watched it a few times. <laughs> the image is there. <laughs> Say no more. Yes. Um, going back to sort of the outdoors and stuff, and sort of, I know you, you talked about normalising it, and so do I, but um, how do you think... It's we can make it normalised to a wider audience and these people that perhaps think it's not for them, like me in the Kendall Mountain mm. Festival, you know, people that think it's not for them. Uh, I think a really good first place to start is doing exactly what we're doing and talking about it, yeah. voicing those concerns, yeah. voicing that topic. Um, and I think also, I really believe that people who have a, a public image I guess on social media they they put photos of their hike or their trail run or their ride on social media I really think that we now have a responsibility to not only make them a sustain not to, to not only make those adventures as sustainable as possible, mm-hmm. but to also as inclusive as possible. Yeah. And to be careful with the language we use when we're talking about what an amazing hike we had. And, you know, not like, here's my new kit, lucky me, look, I'm all decked out, I've just bought these new shoes, blah, blah, blah. There's a time and a place for that. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. But um, I think those people you know we have a responsibility to encourage as many people as possible and to not make it an exclusive like inner circle Mm -hmm. we need to make it something that is vital for everyone to be a part of absolutely and I think again when you're talking about kit and accessibility to things like kit yeah you don't have to have a 300 quid mountain equipment coat you can just have that can come in time yeah. you know that can be a, that might be a wise inve- a sustainable investment choice for you if it's something that you genuinely want to do but if you just want to give it a go just put on some clothes put on some shoes and just give it a go yes, and if you get absolutely. wet fine if you get muddy doesn't matter mm-hmm. yeah I think that's it and I think it's about breaking down those barriers and I think a lot of people do think it was the same with me and birding for a long time mm. and I suppose I still have that feeling a little bit I always thought it wasn't for me I couldn't afford the most expensive binoculars or the you know I was the only one on the reserve without binoculars for a long time so I couldn't afford them um, and I always thought I was sort of on the outside of that but once I actually broke that broke down that barrier that I'd put up I suppose and started talking to people I realized that oh, okay there is a community here that mostly welcoming people yeah I think that's the thing as soon as you start talking about it you realize that so many people are in the same boat and so many people were like oh I thought I had to have this coat to be able to go on a hike or you know there's loads of outlets where you can buy second-hand outdoor kit loads of forums where you can buy second-hand really high quality branded gear 
or you can borrow gear from people. Um, and so it, it, I, it makes me so sad when people suddenly feel like there's a there's a barrier there for their enjoyment something that's so pure and simple and should be for everyone people feel like it's not for them so I think yeah we've got a duty to try and sort that out yeah do you think do you ever experience or do you ever feel an issue when you go out on your own or as a woman yeah um I guess I think I've again I feel very grateful that I am confident in the outdoors I'm actually I feel way more at ease and confident in the middle of the moor, mm-hmm. <laughs> bad weather with a compass and a map, yeah. than I do in the middle of London. Yeah. I feel way more in control mm-hmm. of, you know, obviously respect nature, not in control of it, but I feel a lot more at home with that environment. Yeah. In London, I feel stressed, I feel unease, I feel um, kind of agitated and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it dis- I, I don't trust anyone around me. Um, whereas, uh, but you know, that, that's not the case for a lot of people. Um, I've had a very positive experience being a woman in the outdoors. Yeah. I think I'm naturally quite a good judge of character and assertive and so I usually I'm quite good at reading situations and getting myself out of a potentially sticky situation quite early on Um, and then always you know employ the classic safety things of having a location tag on my phone that's shared with several people if I'm out on my own or people know where I am I have an ETA of when I should be back I share my route Um, so there's just lots of little quite simple mitigating things I do to try and make it as easy as possible but on the you know of course I had occasional moments where I'm in travelling for the book, for example, kitted out my big rucksack, bike, um, girl on bike, mm-hmm. huge bag. Lots of people asking me if I'm okay. Yeah. When yeah. I literally, like, I don't know, got to the top of a hill and I'm a bit out of breath and I'm just catching my breath or I'm just riding, I don't know, or I'm wheeling my bike. People are like, oh, are you all right? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Loads of male cyclists. Oh, are you okay? Oh, yes. your front brake's a bit squeaky. Yeah. Oh, do you know how to sort that out? It's like, uh yeah I do thank you <laughs> yeah. goodbye yeah. have a lovely ride so just those kinds of assumptions of girl on her own in nature must need help yes mustn't be able to fix her own bike. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah no no I understand that completely and I completely relate I mean even going into my local small towns like Cromer you know mm. it's a small town but as soon as I get into it I'm like oh no I'm uncomfortable here mm. not not just because I'm I mean, I'm not talking about just being a woman I'm just talking about being yeah just being in, it's just yeah. too much stimulation <laughs> yeah. for me I find it overwhelming yeah but as soon as I sort of go and sit on the beach or go and walk along the, the yeah. shingle ridge or something near mm. me then it completely all sort of fades away and yeah. I'm just like it's just me and it's just and I, I wish that there was well I'm sure there is a way and I hope that we, we can find a way to sort of break down the barriers and the accessibility issues so that everyone wherever you're from whatever mm. your your gender you know whatever you can get out there and experience you know the, the feeling that we feel mm. when we're out mm. up a mountain it's or, demonstrating a good way to do it so that other people think oh I could do that yeah representation yeah I think definitely I think that's definitely a big way forward and I think with voices you know like like yourself that are coming forward now there's there are more voices coming through Mm. and I hope that people hear them me too yeah (laughs) right well I know you've got to shoot off so I'm going to let you go but I just want to say thank you for chatting to me oh just just really quick I know but I just like to chat to people and hear about their experiences in the outdoors and get out there how beneficial Mm. it is because it's all linked you won't regret it no you know if you're wet and you're muddy and you've lost a sock and your (laughs) shoelaces come undone you've tripped over and grazed your knee because of it 
you know, you'll. <laughs> it, it's a lot of the outdoors. I think for people who are quite new to it, it's type two fun. So you've got type one fun, fun in the moment, great time. Type two, hate it in the moment. Mm -hmm. But you look back and reflect. You think actually that was pretty great. That was amazing. I know. Yeah. It's. I've been up. There's a few um, trails around North Wales that I did on my own, and halfway through, up to my knees in bog, putting my hand in unidentified plants, and being like, that hurts. I don't know what that was, but it hurts. Crying my on my way down. My hand might be reacting yes. to this. This could be bad. This could be. Mm, you know, going down the steepest grass descent of your life, thinking, mm. oh, God. But then yeah. you get to the car and you think, wow, yeah. that was a really nice view. It's a huge, <laughs> yeah, it's an emotional experience. And I think, you know, all the hormones that fluctuate in your body when you're going through adrenaline, mm -hmm. oxytocin, cortisol, yeah. serotonin. And it's just, um, you know, you feel good at the end of it. Feel good cocktail. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, on that note, <laughs> Give I, think me one the, of those. I think the message is get your boots on and get out there. Yes, agreed. Well, thank you, Sophie. I, have, I hope you have a good rest of the festival. Thanks, Charlie. Yeah, you too. Thank Lovely you. to meet you. I love the final message of my chat with Sophie. Just get out and explore. It doesn't have to be up a mountain. Just step outside your front door and see what you can see. The local park, the walk from the car to the shop, you'll be amazed at what you can see if you just start looking. Like the kestrel I spotted sitting on a post by a car park yesterday morning in a busy area. Nature is all around us and the benefits really are incredible. Join me next time as I chat with author Lee Schofield about the Lake District, as we were at the Kendall Mountain Festival, and nature-friendly farming. I'll end with a quote from Nan Shepherd's Living Mountain. Often the mountain gives itself most completely when I have no destination, when I reach nowhere in particular but have gone out merely to be with the mountain as one visits with a friend with no intention but to be with him. I'm Charlie and this has been Mountain Conversations. <laughs>